Hi guys, and welcome to the Extra Dynamic Podcast. Today, I have my lovely, wonderful mom with me. So she's going to be joining me on the podcast, and we're going to be answering some questions that you guys left on my Instagram, and it should be a pretty good time. So yeah, mom, do you want to introduce yourself? Sure. Hi, everybody. I'm Sana, I'm Ashley's mom. <laughs> Hello. Hello. So we're just going to have you answer some questions. I have them like pulled up on a Google Doc. All right. Um, I think we'll just maybe start, like you said, in chronological order. <gasps> Bubby, get away from the door. We had to lock him outside. <laughs> he's tapping on the door. He's tapping on the door. <laughs> So we'll just start chronologically. So where were you born? Where did you grow up? Sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was born in South Korea in a city called Gwangju, which is in the southern part of Korea. Mm -hmm. And when I was little, my parents moved uh, up to Seoul. Well, you say Seoul. That's how you Seoul. (laughs) Seoul. Um, And I grew up there. And I have an older brother and younger sister. And I have fond memories of being in that country. And, really? Um, yeah, it was okay. But then I think for some reason my parents get the um, the bug to want to go to America and pursue, you know, American dreams. American so, dreams. I mean, your uncle already lived yeah, there, Yeah, we he? did have um, my mom's brother and my mom's sister already living in, uh, in the States. And they basically um, gave us, like, the invitation to move but it took seven years to get here so i knew since like i was in kindergarten that i was going to be moving to america and Mm -hmm. i remember telling all my friends and they're like when are you moving and (laughs) i was like soon and it took seven years so i think um when you're by the time i was 12 yeah and i was in sixth grade when we finally left Mm -hmm. and i didn't know any english barely knew abc yeah. And uh, we came here, and I thought maybe my parents spoke English a little bit. And looking back, they didn't know any English it. either. <laughs> they can speak yeah. it, like, okay yeah, now, they're though. okay now. But, I mean, you know, that's, like, you know, 40 years later. So, mm-hmm. But initially, it was tough, yeah. And we right. uh, grew up in Baltimore and Baltimore, Maryland. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was okay. First couple of years were really tough, but... That's just, I think, normal for any immigrant family trying to adjust to a new world. Yeah. And did you learn the language, like, through school? Or, like, how long did it take for you to learn English, like, fluently, you think? Well, we went to, my brother and I went to a... uh, Like an ESL? ESL class. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we went to a special class, and most of our days were in these special classes with other foreign students. Mm -hmm. And I think after about a year, they started uh, assimilating us into regular classes. And I think after two years, I was done with it. So I just remember thinking that after two years, things got a little comfortable. But I remember being, you know, very lost and not knowing anything about, like, what was happening or what anybody was saying to me. Yeah. And Um, having to do paperwork for your parents and stuff, Well, that was a little bit later. Yeah. I mean, initially, I don't think anybody knew anything. So I'm (laughs) sure we got a lot of help from my... um, my uncle and aunts, and uh, they came by and they mm-hmm. did a lot of translation for us. Yeah, and but, do we um, do we have any relatives like still in Korea? We just have a great grandma. I have a lot of family from my dad's side there. Oh, are so, they like? Ex- they're like so they're pretty close family on your dad's yeah, side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like I have most lots of your of first cousins. My mom's family, half of them are here in the states and half of them are in Korea. 
Including in... my mother's mother, who is 103, and she's still in Korea. Oh are they in, like, Gangnam or where? They are in Seoul, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I think my grandma may have been moved to a uh, nursing home that's outside Seoul. But most of them are in um, Seoul and, and Gwangju, that area. Oh. My dad is from an area called Daejeon. <laughs> Daejeon. I forget. Do you... I always hear... There's... A accent for people that live in Buwan. Busan. Busan. Oh my god, I pronounced it. Busan is where BTS Jungkook is. In the train from. movie. And I think uh, Jimin is from. Oh, yeah, yeah, I hear the about The train the, to the, Busan. Yeah, I think. What is it like? I a, said Buwan because that yeah. means. That's a, that's a Filipino Filipino word. Yeah, Busan yeah. is a uh, a sea city down on the southern, I think, east side of uh, Korea. And they're. they're language yeah, their their dialect is really different really? but i can understand just because i know the the country yeah, yeah like dialects but yeah it's it's much different than um like, what proper korean how does it sound i, mean, I couldn't even explain to you because you don't un- yeah, i, I you don't can't know understand yeah but it's like a different um just expression different just mm-hmm. different way of expressing um yeah certain ways of talking and it's it's interesting but you can tell who's from busan because their accent is very thick Oh, yeah, yeah, that's so interesting. Um, and then do you have like what like memories do you have from like being little in Korea? Like, do you have any like core memories? Oh, uh, I mean, I think most of my memory really is from like being in kindergarten. I went to a Catholic kindergarten with my best friend. Oh, Who, and the, your best friend? my best friend, her name was Anna, mm-hmm. and I, I remember it more because what happened is. Um, there were two classes, mm-hmm. and my mom and her mom lined up back to back. And okay. as they went in, one went into one class, and the other one went to the other class. So I got separated from my <gasps> best friend, and that traumatized me. I'm but so sorry. I know. So I think I <laughs> cried for like three days, and then I got over it. Yeah. And those were some of my best times. Just, you know, being in school and being in kindergarten and being able to see my best friend. And Do you think, like, yeah. Korean kindergarten was a lot different? I know you said, like, you guys used to clean up your own classrooms and stuff, Well, that right? was more in elementary school, yeah. In okay. elementary school, as part of education, was that you had to stay after school. And like, clean. certain, yeah, certain weeks of the month. Mm-hmm. And then your job was to literally wax the floor on your hands and knees <laughs> and, and rub the floor, which was, like, this like hard uh wood floor mm-hmm. but he had a lot of splinters on it oh god so i remember like coming home with splinters and like <gasps> yeah they make you do like really i don't know <laughs> manual tough, labor. manual labor after school <laughs> and you have to like wipe down the chalkboard and you have to like wipe down like all the tables and oh, yeah man. there was no like janitors or like custodians like they made little oh, there kids weren't? they were they were not oh. so the kids had to like clean up their own thing but That's um crazy. yeah, Korean school's very very tough, and they literally ranked you like from the top of the class to the bottom of the class, like publicly. Yeah, like, yeah, your, and like, announce like any test that you do, they rank you. Oh, yeah, it's very competitive. No. Yeah, it's really tough. And then when it's time for you to go to uh, college, the test I mean, is really hard. Test is hard, and kids study all day long. Yeah. yeah, for years, and then only a few get selected. So it's tough. I mean, yeah, maybe it's Korea different is now. So competitive, I heard. Yeah, this, but this, this is what I remember as as a child in Korea that your my goal was to study hard and go to good college yeah I mean I think it's crazy that like you could come to the US and like have to learn a whole new language but then still be able to do like really well in college and like get to like go to a good college and like have a 
good job. Like, yeah, it and just I think so that was hard. all part of the yeah. American dream that we were brought up to believe that was possible. So I mean, I, I guess it it, it is, did. Right? I guess, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, when we came here, I mean, I I kind of feel bad for like my parents because they worked so hard to keep us, you know, right. fed and and just uh, and healthy and have a of. roof over your head yeah. and everything. Yeah. yeah. So they ran a, a store in Baltimore, like mm-hmm. a small market. And they worked seven days a week for a good 25 years. They worked wow. just about every day mm-hmm. from 7 in the morning. And they wouldn't come home until about like 8 o'clock at night. Oh, my gosh. And that's what, you know, kept the family fed. Really? And yeah, yeah. Hey. So they were they worked very hard. And then I would help them on the weekend. So, mm-hmm. you know, didn't really do anything other than go to school. And, and help them. Help them. Yeah. And then cook dinner for my parents Aww, so those are nice. yeah so those are some of the memories of like the first early years and uh as i grew older and moved out once you know i was done with high school mm-hmm. things became kind of like you know the dichotomy between being a korean person at home and trying to blend in with my american friends mm-hmm. so it yeah. was interesting interesting yeah. times i think people always ask me like isn't it really hard being like like with mixing mix. my cultures, but I feel yeah. like it's harder for you because you actually have two cultures where it's like, oh, like you have like your Korean family at home, like being very Korean culturally. Yeah. And then like when you go out in like public, I guess, like everything's more Americanized. Yeah. But for me, I feel like I was just raised fully As American. American. Yeah, yeah. So like for I sure. don't have any pro like I don't feel Yeah, I don't think I don't you would have felt about any, anything. Yeah. yeah. You didn't feel the 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 difficulties of me growing, yeah, yeah. As, as a child growing up into different cultures. Yeah. But um, it was all worth it. I think it built character. Oh, that's And good. I think it made me realize, you know, how hard my parents worked. And so really made me, re- you know, appreciate them more. Yeah, so that's how things that's were. That's how things were. Yes. And yeah. even now, I think, you know, I'm very close to mom and dad. And yeah. you haven't been back to Korea since, right? Yeah. What's really sad is, like, once we moved out of there... We never went back. We never went back. I mean, initially, because we didn't have the time or the money. And then once I got expensive. older, because my parents were here and I grew away from, like, you know, my cousins and people, I just mm-hmm. never really felt the strong need to go back. Oh, and, that's true. Yeah, yeah because like, like my you don't immediate know family well was here. Yeah, so yeah. then I was like, well, one of these days I'll go back. And then it never happened because <laughs> then, then, you know, I got busy with school and, and then more kids. school. And then I got married and then the kids. And maybe so, we'll go back. We would love to COVID. go back. Yeah, I think I think we're old enough. I mean, that you guys are old enough and I'm at that age where, you know, I, I'm more sentimental about things in the past. So I would love to go v- back and visit. Mm-hmm. Although I think. The Korea that I left is nothing like oh, it's the very Korea different. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah what sure. was um? This is the next question I had on this. What was yeah. your favorite Korean food? Oh, my Korean food. Let me think. Earlier. Yeah. Um. The yeah. 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 When I go to a Korean restaurant, my favorite dish is probably sundubu jjigae. Sundubu is the Sundubu is like the soft silken tofu. Usually, uh, in a like a spicy stew, mm-hmm. they, um, yeah, and that's probably my my favorite Korean food to order at a restaurant. Nice. Otherwise, I like bibimbap, which is the rice with yeah. all the different assortment of panchan, and you kind of mix it up. I like japchae and jajangmyeon. Jajangmyeon and japchae is probably yeah. Those are always good. Yeah, I yeah. really like jajangmyeon, but I don't eat it that often. No, but I do really like it. Yeah, yeah I find so it good. funny because that I 
kind of raised you guys in eating the instant jajangmyeon, which is a little bit have different flavor. Have I ever flavor. had real jajangmyeon? I don't you know. You have, I'm have? sure. Yeah. I think grandma's yeah. fed it to me. But, but it's got a different like flavor, flavor to a slightly different flavor. And I think Andrew, till this day, prefers the instant Jajangmyeon, the, the brown, the brown, yeah, bean, um, the really dark noodles, brown yeah. That's funny, but um, I guess we can talk about like growing up, like once you were in Baltimore. So, like, what yeah. was your first job? Oh, let me think. In high school, I got a job as a cashier mm-hmm. in a small department store. Uh, my dream job initially was to work at Macy's, and I remember going there Macy's. and uh, interviewing. And I was 16, mm-hmm. and I was a little intimidated because, you know, after all, Macy was like one of the bigger department store. Oh, mm-hmm. And the lady who was interviewing me, I don't know, didn't really seem to, you know, care. <laughs> for, I don't know, maybe because I was too young and I didn't really have any experience Mm -hmm. and i remember her asking me this question and it's just like seared to my in my brain till this day Mm -hmm. the question was you know Mm -hmm. what is a sale oh yeah in my mind at the time i was like oh it's like a discount but oh it's like when you sell something yes in truth a sale is a transaction Mm -hmm. of purchase and selling Mm -hmm. something so it's not necessarily a discount but it's I when you think, just sell a product. Yeah, I think it's a okay. transaction of selling and buying. Okay. And I, I think mean, maybe that's what the answer she was asking for. But whatever it was, you, I didn't get the job. Wrong. <laughs> and I remember coming home crying about it. Aww. And then the next week, I got a job at a small uh, department store. Um, Do you remember what it was called? Hetchinger? Hetchinger? It was a small place. <laughs> it went out of business eventually, but yeah. it worked out well for me because it was a slow um, department store. Okay. So I had time to like learn to do cashier and stuff. I mean, oh. money money exchange for me wasn't hard because I used to work at grandma's store. So oh. like I, I was confident as a cashier, but like having to use credit machine, credit card machine, mm-hmm. that was much different. Like, you know how you, now you just oh. swipe it? Like in the past, you had to put it on this plate thing and then you have to like push this thing across it it would make an imprint of the card what and then you have to like fill out like authorization numbers on it you have to call some number it was it was <gasps> hard like nothing I was didn't easy know that. yeah That's so advanced. when you're a cashier like you had to know how to like run these card machines and then you had to learn to tally it up and oh. nothing was computerized you had to like add like things up at the end of the day and that kind of stuff. So did but, you um, did you have a dream job growing up, or like what did you want to be, or like what would you want to be now oh, if you could have another job? Oh, hmm. I I think in my mind I always thought I was going to be a teacher of some sort, and really? I always thought that I would love to be an art teacher because oh, yeah, my be um. I thought I had a little bit of an artistic you, talent. You were really good at drawing, Mom. Yeah, you are really so good at I always thought, oh, maybe I can be an artist, and you know, mm-hmm. I applied to an art school. And you got, and in. got into, yeah, Parsons School of Design. That's a really good school and in New York City, right? Yeah, yeah, as well as NYU. And I knew I couldn't go to either of those schools. That was way too expensive. Aww. So I ended up going yeah. to Maryland. And College I remember, Park, right? yeah, College Park, uh, Mar- University of Maryland. Mm-hmm. I remember my dad saying, oh, you can't really be successful being an you know, art major you can do that as a hobby. Why don't you go ahead and go into, you know, science and be a doctor? I mean, that's just typical. And, uh, like... Typical Asian, you know, parent thing. <laughs> yeah. and, and I think at the time, I didn't want to upset him. So I was like, okay, okay, I'll, I'll try. Aww. And uh, it was tough, you know, college years, just to be in like all these pre-med classes. Like it was oh just God, miserable. So hard. It was so hard, right? So hard, yeah. While everybody's like, woohoo, this is so much fun. Yeah, I was like trying to buckle down and study all the time, mm-hmm. and uh, but you know, 
It's yeah. all right. That's fun. Do you have like like what's your what's a good memory from college or like one of your favorite memories from college or like how was college in general? I guess college in general was a lot of heartaches and growing up. Oh yeah. Because I I think、um, it gave me you know the sense of independence that I was looking for,、mm-hmm. but also I didn't know a lot, and I think just、um, a lot of learning, a lot of、done. learning, yeah, a lot of learning, and just wanting to fit in and not feeling like I was fitting in, and always feeling like you know like a nerd because I was always in these classes with like you know a bunch of kids that seemed so smart and.、Uh, <laughs> But it was fun, and I I liked having you know roommates that you know that are still friends with me now,、mm-hmm. and those were some good times. Yeah, I mean I didn't really go out a lot, but I, I remember the couple of times、um, <laughs> that I went out. I always thought you know those were probably best times of my life. Oh, you know, just really? Being young nice. And 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 being dressed up to go out to like eat. You know, food with my friends, or I do、yeah. barely remember going out to some like dancing club once or twice. I've never been to a club. Yeah, never.、Uh, no. Well, back then, you know, that that was kind of a thing like all the you know kids were kids doing. Kids would do. Yeah, and those were good times. But oh, that's、yeah. fun. How do you think? Like, how did you dress in college? Oh, like, you know, was it, was it the eighties? It was definitely the. It well, was I graduated. It was I graduated from high school in eighty nine. So、okay. it was the late eighties going into the nineties when everybody had like the teased hair,、oh. like the big hair.、Mm-hmm. Um, I know you did have a perm at one point, right?、Uh, that was more in middle school. Yeah,、oh, early、what? part of high、okay. school. But when I went to college, I thought I was one of these like new wave European. <laughs> I wore everything、cool. black. Yeah, Did you yeah. Actually, for like I wore、long? a lot of black for how long?、Like、um, three years, two years, probably two, three years out of college. Like when I first went to college,、mm-hmm. I was still kind of in the high school mode, and I was always very dressed up in high school because、oh, I thought, s- yes, I thought that I was going to go to art school. I thought I was going to stay、uh, study fashion. I think you so could have. So I thought like every day was gonna be a runway show. Like I dressed up to a T. Like I remember waking up <laughs> at like five thirty in the morning and showering and blow drying my hair and curling, curling it, it and dressing up. But that's fun. And、uh, I, you always yell at me saying, "Ashley, it's not a runway show. You come on, hurry up." <laughs> <laughs> so you know when I got to college and this was a huge campus,、yeah. like I realized it was. Just not worth the effort, you know. With、really? all the walking that I had to I do, I thought you still dressed up in like I skirts did. and heels. I did. I definitely dressed up for like the first year, and then after a while, I was like, you know what? This is not worth <laughs> it. I'm just gonna put on some sneakers and sweatpants. And at the time, like the big sweatshirts over like the、oh. tights were kind of like what's in kind of、right、like what I'm wearing is, right、exactly. now. We're both wearing so, a big、yeah. sweatshirt. <laughs> <laughs> so I went much more casual over the years. But there were times when I got dressed up,、mm-hmm. I was in like. Head to toe black with like teased hair. I bet you look so cool though. Oh, I thought I was cool. <laughs> I bet you did. Look I thought、cool. I was cool. I mean,、But. you saved that one black tank top, that one express tank top. It's Amber's favorite tank top. Oh, this sweater yes.、One. And you know, I、She、have like the, the leather jackets、mm-hmm. with the little motorcycle jackets. Or like a vest. Oh、mm-hmm. yeah, I thought I was cute then. <laughs> I bet you were. You know, also over the years, I think the college school students' attitude have really changed. Where I think、mm-hmm. you know, even when I I was younger. A lot of kids 
definitely dressed up more. Oh, really? And then really? if you look back, you know, like in the 1960s and 1970s, oh, like everybody really wore suits, up. right? So <laughs> they were it's suits? just gotten, oh yeah, people used to wear suits to college. Uh, and, like ties? Yeah. Oh my God, I can't imagine it. Yeah, dresses with the, you know, high heels and stuff. That's so funny. Yeah. But it was, it was good. Good mm-hmm. times. Yeah. And then, so... After this, like, you went into optometry school, which a lo- I got so many questions. About There's, like, school? a lot of people hmm. are, like, also wanting to go to optometry school, optometry school. So, they're, like, why did you choose it? Oh. How did you get into school? Like, was it hard? Yeah. Um, yeah, optometry school, the idea of it was introduced to me by um, my father, mm-hmm. who's uh friend's daughter had just graduated from optometry school and they said oh you should really look into this degree because it's a good job and you know you don't have to work nights yeah so he wanted you to like have time to also parent as yeah well as what exactly he never pushed okay. me to be a career woman he always wanted me to grow up and have time to, to be a yeah to get married and and raise a family but, hmm. you know, be independent okay. financially. So I looked into it and I thought, oh, this is possible. And so I tried and <laughs> got in. But uh, well, you had to you had to do all the pre-med classes. And yeah, everything. yeah. Pre-med classes work. were definitely tough. And just like any other uh, profession that's in medicine, um, the classes in college is pretty much the same. But mm-hmm. the entrance test for optometry school is much easier then MCAT, which is, is it, the... Um, is it just shorter? It's like a shorter test? I think just the level of knowledge is just easier. Okay. You know, because to go to medical school, you really have to be just the top of the class. Mm-hmm. And you really have to have really excellent scores. Mm-hmm. And I never really wanted to burn myself out that much. You I knew well, realistically mm-hmm. that I can get into optometry school. That's good. Yeah, but, but logistically... School, like. Isn't their acceptance rate like 2%? Like, it's so low. I'm not sure what it is now. I'm sure it's much more competitive nowadays. I think when I was looking at it, it it was... I don't remember what the percentage was. But But I knew that I had a decent chance of getting in with the scores that I had. There's not that many optometry schools. There's like 10, 15. I don't know how many. You know, I want to say less than 15 at this point, but I'm not really even sure. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. But, but if anybody we, wants to go into optometry school, you can major in anything you want, but you have to take the uh, optometry admission test called OAT as mm-hmm. a junior and get yeah. a decent score on it. And then you have to apply as you enter into senior year. Mm-hmm. That's and, usually how it works. Yeah, and you got to show them that you've taken all the prerequisites. There's a certain uh, classes that have mm-hmm. to be taken. But you can major in anything you want. But it does help you to be a yeah. science major because a lot of those testing carry over carries over the knowledge that you learn from your chemistry, biology, your physics yeah. and math and statistics. Those things are what helps you to get better grades. So you were a bio major, right? I was actually or a zoology. general, yeah, general <laughs> science with zoology. And it sounds weird, but <laughs> zoology is just study of mammals. So I liked it. I thought it was very interesting. That is very interesting. And yeah. then some people want to know like can you explain what you do in a day at work oh well as an optometrist there's many different ways to practice um initially when i graduated in 1997 um i went Mm -hmm. into basically a retail setting which means um i went to work at lens crafters that's Mm -hmm. you know located in the mall 
Um, and there, it was pretty much uh, seeing patients and checking their prescription for the glasses and mm-hmm. doing contact lens fitting. And it was pretty easy work okay. because everybody's, was you healthy. know, pretty healthy, <laughs> pretty easygoing. It wasn't that busy. So I went into that field because I wanted to gain the experience mm-hmm. because you really do have to see enough people to gain the experience on knowing what's, you know, right and wrong and what's normal and not normal. Yeah. So I left that practice after seven years and I've been with oh this um, ophthalmology practice and the doctor that I work for, his specialty is cornea, which is the front of the eye. Mm-hmm. And he does a lot of cataract surgery. So the practice that I'm in right now is really highly medical and it's geared toward elderly patients. It definitely is so geared towards elderly it's, patients. Um, <laughs> it's dealing with, you know... Really difficult A lot of medical sometimes. cases, yeah. And some days are easier than others. So mm-hmm. my day usually starts around 8.30. I see on the average anywhere from like... 16 to 20 people so it's mm-hmm. not too bad That's and i get a lot of uh, help from the technicians there because they start the patients up mm-hmm. and then basically my job is to look at their eyes after they're dilated diagnose their diseases you know look over their prescription and make mm-hmm. sure it's right and then a lot of times it's management of their medical conditions so mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, you, what are some diseases you typically see? In elderly patients, there's a lot of uh, glaucoma in that population. There's something, uh, well, glaucoma is a disease of the optic nerve that takes away their side vision. Mm-hmm. A lot of patients with a age-related macular degeneration where the back of the eye, uh, the retina thins out. Mm-hmm. And then there's a lot of, like, diabetic patients that oh, yeah. are, you know, that they got issues with bleeding. Just a lot of cardiovascular issue, which is, you know, when people get older, they have blood pressure issues, they have diabetic issues. Mm-hmm. So and a lot of affects the optic blood, nerve. Yeah, the blood flow issues. A lot of, like, post-stroke patients, you oh, know. that's difficult. They have brain injuries. So my days are very interesting from one day to the other (laughs) yeah some days like i said are much easier some days are a little tougher and uh i've learned a lot working at the ophthalmologist office and so you met dad in optometry school right oh yeah oh geez don't you guys already know about this i think they do i'm sure they want to hear it in your own voice (laughs) oh geez you can do a brief here's the thing right so when i got into optometry (laughs) school I worked really hard to get in, right? Yeah. And then once I got there, I knew that this school was where I was going to really learn something that I was going to learn, I was going to use for the rest of my profession. Mm-hmm. So I remember trying to psych myself up on the first day of school, right? I like got dressed up. My very school. first day of school, <laughs> I was like psyching myself up, trying to get to the classroom. And I told myself, I said, mm-hmm. you're going to sit in the front row. Mm-hmm. You're going to listen to the lecture <laughs> very well. And you're going to take good notes and you're going to learn as much as you can. Mm-hmm. So I told myself as I was walking into this big lecture hall mm-hmm. that no matter how crowded the place was, that I was going to absolutely sit in the front row. Mm-hmm. So I go into the lecture hall and I see that the front row is pretty well packed already. Oh no. And then I see an empty seat next to this guy. And, <laughs> and that... I said, oh, oh he's cute. I'm going to go sit <laughs> next to him. So and dad was, dad was sitting in the front daddy row. Daddy was sitting in the front row. He's crazy. And so I looked over and I, I said, hi. 
And, uh, and I was like, you were the prettiest girl. He yeah, ever saw. right, right. Mm-hmm. So he saw me walking in, probably like looking around and Told but I was determined. <laughs> I was determined that I was going to sit in the front row. Yeah. So it was meant to be, I suppose, because, you know, Aww. there weren't that many seats left. And I was like, oh, if I yeah, I'll sit next to yeah. this guy. And then where did so. you guys have your first date? You guys, it was at a oh, restaurant, right? Oh, yeah. The first date was actually didn't happen until... After third year. Oh, my God. That's a long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Because, no, when we first met, I mean, it's not like we started going out right away, <laughs> oh, yeah. right? Yeah. First day was kind of like you we, just said, we said hi. And then I saw him again on the same day because we were giving, uh, we were getting our parking. We had to do, like, lottery. You pick a number. Oh. And depending on what number you get, you get to pick where you want to park your car. Mm-hmm. And I had a really, like, low number. And Dad had a really high number. (laughs) So I think he was looking at me, and and I said, oh, I got, like, number five. And and Dad was like, well, I should say Eddie. Eddie Mm -hmm. was like, oh, (laughs) mine is, like, 95. And I was like, oh, I wonder if low number's good or high number's good. And when they started calling, I got, like, the best parking spot. It was, like, right in front of my dorm. And Dad didn't even get a spot because his number was so, so yeah, he was oh at the God. bottom of the, the, you know, the whole group. So he Poor didn't get Dad. a, yeah, he didn't get a parking spot. And he ended up having to park his car out on the main street. Andrew, no, hi, you hi. can't let Bubby in here. Hi, hi, hi. You keep him hi. in your room still. We're not so done happy. yet. so happy. Bubby's crazy. Okay. So that's the first day I remember sitting next to him, and then I remember talking to him about parking spots. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then you know, school started, and and then we really, I mean, we saw each other quite a bit because we were kind of like in the same group. So we didn't actually start going out until like the end of third year. Okay, and, and I it's think four years or five years. It's a four-year program. Okay. Yeah. And I just remember we were like at a class picnic or something like that. And uh, funny story is we had a like a class superlative. And, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So I got the best looking and he got the best looking. <laughs> so we were like, <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> and so then I funny. think I think you know Eddie says something like, "Oh, you want to go out and grab dinner?" And I think I said, "Hey, are you asking me out?" And he's like, "Yeah." And uh, so we went out, and I think the first day, first date was actually, I think it was like a dance club, like a bar. And my roommate drove really? us. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Moshkan drove us. Okay. Let's talk about Ashley. You want to talk about me? Yeah. Or like your children? Yeah. Okay. So, so I have a bunch again. of questions. Yeah. Oh, okay. You can choose any of them. Wow. So. What was your favorite thing about raising your children? Boy. <laughs> Just kidding. They were very entertaining. Were we? I never had a boring day with my children. Yeah. Was it hard though? Isn't it hard to It was very play? hard, you know, because I knew that I wanted children. I knew I wanted, you know, you more than a couple. Kids? I wanted three kids. I told, okay. you know, Ed, Daddy, you mm-hmm. know, when we were dating that I wanted three kids. And he comes from a family of six kids. Yeah, so, that's crazy. Yeah, three was like, okay, <laughs> fine. And I come from, you know, family, family of, of three, three kids. And mm-hmm. I always thought that was a good combination. So. Yeah. Uh, once I had Ashley, I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I want anymore. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh, because I was rambunctious very, as a kid. You were very precocious, yeah. And you were very demanding. And you were very dramatic. dramatic. I was and like... you cried all the time. Drama and, um, yeah, so it was very challenging. Yeah. And I uh, found it very hard as a working mom at the time, too. And I think mm-hmm. that's what was really the toughest part. Was to work. Was that, yeah, at the time, you know, I wasn't going to quit my job and stay home. So I had to 
drop you off at grandma's house and then go back and pick you up. And I always felt guilty that I was not there to, you know, spend all day with you. So oh, that was tough. I don't even remember it. Yeah, but it's then <laughs> we try to minimize that. So then, you know, I worked. Yeah, you and dad days had your days. Yeah, we try to alternate. But then and, you don't see dad as much, right? Right, and that's, hard. I think, a lot of the trouble with a lot of people's marriages. marriages that, you know, when you have kids involved, that happens to a lot of families where, you know, the parents don't always see each other and don't have time for each other because they're so busy trying to raise that child. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Ashley was very, very cute. And Ashley yes. was very dramatic. And I <laughs> love dressing her up. And we used to play dolls and, you know, yeah, makeup. You and, dolls. yeah, we used to go out and, and have a lot of fun. And you used to always help me draw. And I feel like that's why yeah. I have good hand control now. Oh, okay. Is because... You used we did to draw a lot of artwork. Lot. Yeah, you're sure really did. good at drawing. Like you have such nice paintings. And, I like, do okay. I think you have really good artwork. I mom. do okay. <laughs> yeah, and that's yeah. I think with all you guys, I try to sit and draw. And us. teach you guys, you know, how to draw and write and, and things like that. And hold the pencil. I mean, what's weird is I think our handwriting, at least if I write in cursive, looks mm-hmm. very similar. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah, I think Isn't so. I think weird? as a family, we all sound a little similar. And I think we write similarly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think the favorite thing of having children, I think they are just so entertaining. Really? I just remember just laughing all the time. Really? Because Do you, ever you get, guys like, would say the craziest thing. I mean, yeah, because there were times that you guys wouldn't we're like, go to why? sleep. Why? 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 <laughs> well, yeah, that too. There's definitely an age where everybody asks why, but mm-hmm. like what I found exhausting is always bedtime. Like you guys never wanted to go to bed. Did you always plan on having us all have A names? You know, that, what in, what's interesting is when we were trying to pick out a name for you, mm-hmm. I always thought maybe I'll do, uh, I was going to call you either Sarah. Sarah or Anna. I was trying to think of A names because I think your daddy said something like, People with A names do better. Well, I think that's A last name. A, a last name and better yet, A first name. Because you get so, called first for yeah, things. Yeah. So I, I don't mind getting called yeah, first. I, I think it's fine. And I had a baby book of baby, uh, well, book of baby, baby names. names, and I looked through it. And I remember there was a model named Ashley, and she was very pretty. Ashley. And I don't even know. She was just some supermodel named yeah. Ashley. And then there was also an actress named Ashley Judd. And I thought, you know what? All Ashleys are kind of pretty. I'll go with <laughs> Ashley. And I also like the fact that it was um, English. Um, it was an English name. Yeah, it was English It's actually a boy's name. It used to be a boy's name, from what I understand. Mm-hmm. So then I said, how about Ashley Alexander? And I thought it kind of had, a, had a, a good ring to it, because... Mm-hmm. You have cousins who are Courtney and Lindsay, Lindsay. and so Ashley. Like I was like, oh, yeah, I think that's going to be good. Mm-hmm. So after we named you when we had Amber, maybe I just thought maybe we'll go with the A's. Just because, mm-hmm. you know, like in Korea, certain families have rules to their names. Like, like just like family. my family. Yeah. Everyone's son. Son something, right? And, and I, I, think, I, I chose yes, Amber. Yes, yes. I gave you some options. I think I was trying to... Uh, Decide between Anna, Abigail, and Amber. And you mm-hmm. said, Amber! I said, okay, Amber okay, it is. Amber. Yeah, and at the time, we were only going to have two babies. Where at the time, I You're think Daddy gonna... insisted we were just going to have two. Because after Cause we had you... Because it's expensive to have kids. Well, after we had you, we were like, whoa, that's a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll stop at two. Yeah. <laughs> so after we had Amber... But you guys just had to have Andrew. Well, I thought, you know how nice it would be to have a third one. And if it's, if you it's know, a by boy, chance, it'd be cool. it's a boy, why not? So and then you got so lucky that it I was. I got very lucky. I remember the day I found that I was having a boy. I felt like I had 
won a lottery. Lottery, yeah, really? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow, I did it. Yeah. yeah. You're going to have a boy. I, yeah, and it was, I was Andrew. <laughs> That's so awesome, Andrew. Yeah. No. So Andrew was almost Aiden. I was actually stuck on Aiden name forever. You know what, Daddy really wanted the name Andrew. I know. Angus. Angus Wolfgang. He was so into <laughs> Angus. It would have been so epic, though. Angus Wolfgang. That was <laughs> Angus today, Wolfgang. Would just call me he, was, Wolfgang. he was half kidding, <laughs> but half serious. He really wanted Angus Wolfgang. And Andrew, I was like, no I'm going to name my kid that. That's hilarious. I'm going to make my middle name Wolfgang. Wolfgang. Wolfgang's kind of a cool name. Like but Wolfgang Angus, I think Angus is the guitarist for, like, one of those... Angus Beef? Well, not Angus Beef, but there, there's a rock group <laughs> whose uh, guitarist name is Angus something. Maybe oh. ACDC. One of Daddy's favorite, like, rocks, you know, one of those heavy oh. metal bands. I meant to and ask you... he thought you, Angus was cool. Oh, I meant to ask you, what were your favorite, like, bands and stuff growing up? Oh, now? well, you know, I told oh, you when yeah. I was in college, you know, I thought I was so trendy and, like, you know, new wave-ish. Mm-hmm. So, like the I love the Smith. Depeche Mode is like probably all-time favorite. All-time favorite. I went to their concerts. I I love their music. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I gotta say, all of those. And, uh, like, there was a band called Erasure was really cool. I loved Erasure. The Police. Peter Murphy. Yeah, the Police and, like, YouTube was a little too... You'd like mainstream, the clash, you're yeah, like, yeah. I liked more like the English, like the British the people, British rock slash the 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 clubby like instrumental music. Uh, yeah, yeah. But your dad was always like hard rock, Nirvana, Foo Fighters. Who, Daddy? No, ACDC, ACDC, and Black Sabbath. Yeah, Daddy is actually very much into the the really yeah. hard rock. Yeah. Man. Bubby, Shh, Bubby is Bubby. going insane. Um, what are some other good questions that we have? Oh, how was each kid different when they were little? So I think Amber was calm. Amber was very easygoing. Mm-hmm. Thank goodness. Amber didn't say much. She just <laughs> followed so Ashley around. So Amber Doing was very sweet and Amber was very quiet. Mm-hmm. And Amber was easy to love because she was so pretty. Amber was the prettiest she baby. She was the prettiest opinion, baby right? ever, yeah. Even right and out of the womb. And she was bald. She was beautiful. She had no hair for like four years, but <laughs> she had a beautiful face. She was beautiful, yeah, but she, she was, was very, very sweet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Ashley came out with a lot of hair. And like a gorilla baby. Like, like a wolf. <laughs> like a werewolf. <laughs> like, is this even a human? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I was hairy. And you were very demanding right, off the, right out of the gate. And Andrew came out looking like a tomato. Andrew came out looking really red, but he had a beautiful nose yeah i just remember yes, looking at andrew wow. and then you and then you broke it yeah and i thought wow he's got a good nose and even mm-hmm. now i think he's got the nicest you know high bridge nose he does but i was surprised at how much andrew looked like you when oh, he was born yeah i think we me you and a- andrew all look pretty similar but amber looks amber more looked white. more daddy-ish yeah i feel like amber's my born. white sister yeah a little she bit more, more she white. she resembles daddy a little bit more in in face features who do you think, so, like, out of all three siblings, who do you think is most similar to you? Like, just, um, like, personality-wise? I think it's got to be you, Ashley. You think so? Yeah, yeah, because I think Amber is more like Daddy. She's kind of okay. easygoing. And She's I think, good at joking. Yeah. You and I are more sensitive. 
and and a bit difficult. and we're yeah. and yeah so and i think we're very similar like yeah. i feel like we we like to kind of stick to ourselves and yeah. maybe that's why we clash sometimes is because our or we're too similar yeah i think that's what why. about me what about you you are <laughs> more like daddy i think yeah personality wise out of everything that i ashley have mm-hmm. done for you have has done so far in life what are you the most proud of I think the fact that you stuck to your gun and you insisted that that college that you went to was not a good fit mm-hmm. and came back home and really? stuck to your belief that you wanted to be here mm-hmm. and not be afraid to put yourself out on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like a lot of people, or at least like, I feel like it, maybe it was just hard for you guys to get adjusted to it. Yeah. But a lot of you guys were like, actually, why are you doing this? Just don't do that. And uh, I was like, no, I'm gonna keep doing YouTube. Sure. But and I now guess, I, think I think it's good. I think it was good. But also, I think that one of the proudest moments was when you finished top 5% in your high school and you were in that group of elite students. I was like, that's pretty good. You're like, good. that's my daughter. That's my daughter. Yeah. And I got, to, I got to walk first on the that's stage. That's right. Ashley was the very first graduate because she was an honor graduate and, and with the A name. name. I got to walk first <laughs> She was the very the first one to cross the stage and so that was a very proud moment. Aw, thanks, oh, yeah. Mom. I have a couple questions for me that I can answer. So mine is, what is the most, most important thing my mom taught me? And I would say oh. that you taught me to always think that I'm pretty and to always be so happy with myself, oh, right? Of, of course. But that's the truth. Oh, thanks, very pretty, Mom. And you have so much going for you. Oh, thank and you. And be confident. What I regret the most mm-hmm. about my youth is that I didn't take a lot of picture. Yeah. And I didn't want to be in videos because I always took a look, oh, my makeup isn't right today. My hair isn't done right. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of camera shy. Mm-hmm. And looking back, I'm like, what was I worried about? Right? <laughs> I was <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> I was thin and young. Like, I should have taken more pictures. But You're also, oh, no. I mean, I think at the time, too, um, not everybody had, like, cameras all the time. Like, not oh, like, so like right a, now. You know that the picture is going to cost, like, a dollar, right? Yeah, you have to go and get it developed. You have to have your camera with you. It's not like, you know, you carry on your phone and take, you know, selfies all the time. Mm-hmm. So you whenever there was an opportunity to take pictures, I should have... You should have done it. Yeah, I should have taken more pictures. So take lots of pictures when you're young because when you look back on it, you'll think, oh, wow, I was young. That's why I think it's really interesting that I'll have literally, like, videos of my life. Like, my kids could watch my videos and be like, oh. and see what you look like. Because I can't imagine seeing a video of, like, you talking when you're younger. I think that would, like, just that my brain couldn't handle it. I don't know if there is any real videos of me anywhere. I mean, there's some pictures of me here and there. But there's gaps in my life where I think I just just really didn't didn't take pictures. Pictures, I, I saw some old pictures of you from like when you were in Korea, I think, and I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah, there's probably, I mean, in Korea it was even tougher because like nobody there's really had many. camera. Mm-hmm. Like I remember going to like a photographer's place and getting family pictures done and mm-hmm. those were very rare. And the and the quality of the films weren't that good, so it was, was always it like a black bit. and white mostly. Well, as there well. were some black and white pictures when I was little, and then color films came about, but it was never like really great quality Mm -hmm. and then my the next question is what is your favorite thing about your mom uh, or about my mom i just phrased that so wrong (laughs) what is my favorite thing about my mom and my favorite thing about my mom will be that i feel like we can talk very easily to each other and i feel like you always have my best advice in mind even if i try to like blow you off and be like that's no i'm not doing that i feel like you still if I could go back and take your advice, it's always the right advice. Mm-hmm. You know I what I mean? I try to give you guidance on how to 
And you always want me to be respectable and like respect myself. I think that's very important as well. Very true. Yeah, I try to make sure that the decisions that you make are not going to be regrettable. (laughs) Yeah. So that's important. And then we've been recording for a while, so we can wrap it up and we're going to do an epic manifestation. Epic manifestations. I always ask like whoever's on the podcast to give me a manifestation. It could be like literally crazy or it could just be regular about like what you want to happen so like if i could be like i am going to like live in france for a year and like and like go to bakeries every day like i could manifest that you could say whatever you want like what would you want to do in the future if you could do anything for myself or for you for you for me Mm -hmm. oh wow okay yeah I would love to envision myself living in a city where a there's city. a lot of sunshine, oh. where I can walk out and grab a cup of coffee, <gasps> beautiful, and like some breakfast croissant, and, <laughs> and be able to like enjoy uh, being outdoors a little bit more. Yes, because yeah. we're in New York. Yeah, and I find that it's cold the cold weather kind of drags me down yeah so. and we're in a more suburban area as well so you True. like don't really go to cafes as much and yeah. whatnot but yeah so yeah. i would like to see myself in a city that's a little bit more vibrant mm-hmm. where i can go out more cold. yeah yeah be part of the town more be part of the city more that's nice and are there any like hobbies you'd want to pick up like maybe once you're not yeah working anymore? i mean i would definitely love to like start painting again or drawing again i would love to pick up piano again i mean you know i'm not a good pianist at all I <laughs> but you would piano want to do it. for like a year and barely know how to you know do the chopstick but <laughs> i would love to be able to play you know piano better those kind of things are definitely on my bucket list and nice. learn to be a good swimmer because I'm not a good swimmer. So. Yay. Yay! That's really So it. that you can survive if you're in a boat and it sinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Because I have fear of water, so I don't really like to get in the water. But maybe I'll get over all those type of fear. Yay! Yay. I think I think we're all set then for today. Or should do I? Do you want to talk more about I yourself? Do... Uh, I'm pretty about good. Me as a, as a mother, was I really harsh to you? I was a little harsh to Ashley. Um, I have to admit. I just think because I'm the first child, no matter what the parents yeah. can be a little I bit I was more trying strict. to set the rule. Yeah. I think just also technology changed over time to like the point where you'd be like, Oh actually you can't be on your phone like right. at nine o'clock. So like, it was I'm definitely tough. Phone. Right, right. But like that was because everybody yeah. in your generation is the first was to be yeah, connected differently. So I remember, I think that was a probably a common struggle with all the parents. Was trying to get your, their phones yeah, out. Yeah, phones and then you guys aren't everyone. used to being on phones as often. Right. So it's a... Yeah. That's like the same thing at school. Like we, we used to not be able to even like have our phones right. in school. And right. now it's just like, oh, just don't pull it out in class and sure. you'll be fine. So, yeah, and I remember having to buy Ashley an iPhone when I had a flip phone, and I mean, it was and you're like, what's like, going on? <laughs> why is my 12 year old got a better phone than me? Yeah, uh, but, but I used to play games. How on things it. That's were. Why. Yeah, <laughs> I used to want to play games. Yeah, yeah. Do you have any other questions for me? I don't know. Are you happy? Yes. Ashley, I, that's what I hope for you. I Aww. my 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 uh, sincere hope. Is that, that you're happy. happy, that you are content with everything in your life. Aw, that's and so I nice. And I hope you laugh every day. Aww. And I want you to live a stress-free life. 
stress-free. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I do get stressed a little bit, but, yeah. like, like I think it's, like, you stress. Like, it's good. It's okay stress. I guess, yes. A little bit of stress makes you motivated makes you and get things, things done. But, yeah. no, I think definitely I'm very happy. I feel like I have, like, a very good mental health. So yeah. I feel like I'm always very happy, always good. very positive. And I feel like you and Dad raised me very nicely. I think that's why... I'm good friends with Amber and Andrew is because of obviously how you guys raised us. Oh right? yeah, yeah. Family unit is very important for us. Yeah, and we keeping always you guys yeah be together, be together and be friends. Eat was dinner very together important. at the yeah, table. Yeah, dinner was always very important for us. Mm-hmm. So. Although Ashley turning well, Amber turning vegan kind of <laughs> kind of made dinner time a little bit more challenging. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. It was yeah. all for the, the for the best. Yeah, and we got used to it, so it's fine. But definitely, I remember even I was mean to Amber when she went vegan. I was like, "Why are you doing this?" Yeah, yeah. initially I thought she was just being quirky. <laughs> quirky. Yeah. I mean, I guess that is definitely what it would seem like. Yeah, but like. even now, like, I don't know. I worry about Amber because Amber is more of the chunky vegan and you're the healthy vegan. Oh, yeah, because I feel like I make sure, like, I eat all my food groups. I have enough yeah. protein. I eat my greens. Amber is like, like I'm like, eating chicken nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> but that's okay. That's all right. She still eats pretty well, I think. So. Yeah, I think she's more uh, I think she eats healthier than she would have if she, she wasn't, wasn't vegan. Yeah, I think if she right. wasn't vegan, she'd be eating, like, beef jerky, potato chips. Yeah. And at mm-hmm. least now she'll eat, like, smoothie bowls, the occasional salad. True. True. So I think I'm she's all good. Good. I'm blessed that, that I have three healthy children. I, I think about that know, every day. Right? My biggest blessing is that I had three healthy, healthy children. <sighs> That are mm-hmm. doing well and they're happy. Mm-hmm. So I'm I, I always ask you this, but like the birthing process, like you feel oh, like it was worth it. The birthing process was absolutely normal. It was what? it was not troublesome at all. I had three oh my kids God, Mom, with no um, issues. What, with what the... is that? Epidural? Yeah, I can't even no remember. No epidural. I yeah. had no epidural. I popped out three kids <laughs> and I told myself when I was going into labor, I said, I am the product of millions of years of evolution. Mm-hmm. If other people in front of me, you know, could I had do it. could do it it that i can do it too and just it happened and it was fine it was absolutely amnesia still (laughs) yeah i probably do i don't remember because yeah my my birthing process wasn't hard yeah i mean i know other people who spend like hours pushing i mean yeah or like you have to get a c-section or something no it's really scary you guys we're all good. Amber was the toughest one because she had a huge head. Her cranium, uh, her was, cranium gigantic. was gigantic. But <laughs> yeah, looking bad. I mean, I, I could have probably, you know, wouldn't have mind having more children if I could have stayed home and raised you guys. But <gasps> after three and after, yeah, after having a boy, I was like, well, you know, I think that's. Yeah, enough. I always wonder if we had a fourth kid. I don't know because I think because then it kind of becomes my like responsibility to like right. babysit yeah, them. It would have been so. More, I'm happy that yeah, it's just Andrew yeah, so that. We're all like the same age, yeah. yeah. There's another younger one, it would just be because how old would they be right now? They would be like 13 or something, or like, yeah, because I think all of you guys came like two years apart. So, Mm -hmm. if that was how it was gonna be, yeah, you would have had like a 13 or 14 year old brother or sister. Uh, yeah, that would have been all right. I mean, I guess it would have been. Yeah, but yeah. it's not like there would have been like ten a year huge gap. gap. Yeah, that would have been tough. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. But, but it's it's been a pleasure to see you guys grow up and be good yay. friends and be decent human beings. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. yeah, I'm happy that we're all very close as a family, and I hope that when we're like older, that we're all able to still yeah, live close. Yeah, and I close. think you have to remember that that mm-hmm. you guys, you know, siblings are very important. You know, live closer and and visit each other often. Mm-hmm. And 
uh, always get together on holidays. Oh, that's so nice. I hope we all live really close because I can't imagine living like really far away from yeah, any of you guys. Yeah, my goal, I, I suppose, is wherever you guys are, to help, I would like to I need to some help closer. raising my kids. Oh, yeah, I would love to do that. I would love to be a grandma and what? raise the children, but don't, oh. don't have babies anytime too soon. <laughs> I'll have babies when I'm like 20, 27, 28 is probably a good time. Yeah, nothing before 25. I mean, I, mean, I yeah, want to push all it off precious. as long as I can. They're all precious, but they really change your life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they and do. they definitely become very time-consuming. Right. When I had you, I was almost 30, and I think that's probably perfect age for me because I don't think that I would have been ready to have babies anytime before that. But, yeah, I think we're pretty good on all the questions. Excellent. Yeah, thank you for, it was thank fun. You for being on, Mom. Oh, you're welcome, Ashley. Yay, so I guess that's just going to be the end of the podcast for tonight. I hope okay. you, yeah, I hope you guys have an awesome, epic night <laughs> and get a good night's rest or just have a wonderful day if you're listening to in the morning. And we will talk to you guys next time. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Good night. Bye. Bye. Good night. <laughs>